Shadeology Coach Podcast. Hello, Sarah. Hey, Kristen. It's a whole new world here on our uh, podcasting platform. I know. We have a whole new interface with, uh, we use Zencaster, and it's a whole new, whole new, um, yeah, whole new interface, whole new um, site, whatever, whatever you yeah. want to call it. How is, how's the, the and forgive the, the, the absence, Sarah had a bit of an issue. <laughs> <laughs> sure did. Sure did. I sure did. Um, I will, so I'll try to keep this brief. Um, but basically I have a, I have a half bath situation in my basement and I had an exploding toilet three weeks ago, um, which I didn't know about. It happened sometime overnight or like very early morning. Didn't know about it until actually right after we finished recording that day. Um, and the basement flooded with raw sewage and, um, that's not great. And, <laughs> and so we stopped the sewage explosion, but now we have to replace um, like all of the flooring and like parts of the walls. And that has not happened because every single time somebody's supposed to come, it snows um, a lot. And the other thing that happened is in order to stop the toilet explosion, sewage leak, whatever situation, they had to destroy um, the yard. Like Ugh. it's gone. <laughs> yeah, they have to tear it all up. Um, yeah, to get to the pipes. So, um, you know, yeah. it's gone, and that's <laughs> fine. And that's fine. Um, but the other, the other thing about this is, um, I have a very disrespectful cat, and I have one respectful cat who mm-hmm. um, allows us to sleep at night. And the disrespectful one, though, I'm. I mean, he can't. He can't go into the basement anymore, and he gets really bored at night. Um, Because the basement was like his, I don't know, he loved it. Mm -hmm. Loves the basement. So now he's waking us up every two hours, like a newborn. Oh my God. Except he can bite you. Cats are assholes. Let's be clear. They are. I I mean, I would throw myself in front of a bus for for Iggy, but I'm going to have to get a climbing station. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. You don't have one of those? I know. I don't have one of those. And I should. Yeah. Get one of those. Yeah. Especially because... A couple of weeks ago, I was putting the food down on the floor, and at the exact same time, Iggy decided to jump up onto the counter, but right. his skull mm-hmm. came in direct contact with my eye. I remember this. I was washing, I was washing my face later that night, and I'm like, "Ooh, that hurts! Like, what's going on?" And I took the took the face cloth down, and the right side of my face was swollen. Mm. And it was, I could see the beginnings of a bruise. And so by the next day, it was a full-blown black eye. Like, who would have thought your cat could give you a black eye, you know? <laughs> My cat can. So that's when I said, you okay. You live with like an 80-pound dog, but this cat was <laughs> one. Yeah, let's talk about the pit bulls. But the pit bulls are the ones who are really dangerous, right? So mm. I have to get a, a climbing station. But uh, yeah, that's... Sarah, that's just sucks. I mean, it's just when your house is in disarray and you can't <laughs> relax, it's awful. Yeah. Well, the other part of this is like as part of the clean. I mean, we've had various crews out. So like as part of the cleanup too, one stage of the process was like uh, some some people had to come out and disinfect everything. Yeah. Right? And for I don't know the details chemistry wise, but like somehow that made the whole house smell like burning plastic for five days oh, gross yeah <laughs> so, all right well 
Yeah. Speaking about trash and burning yeah. plastic, and burning to- plastic, and, yeah. and toxicity. Yeah. <laughs> Great segue, Sarah. So yesterday, oh, I'm just I'm fatigued just thinking about it. <laughs> well, catch catch me up because I take I me on a journey. I, yeah. Okay, buckle up. So I posted a TikTok called "Beware the Toxic Male BFF." Mm-hmm. And we're going to get into the letter in a second. Okay. And I posted it. And the next morning I get a notification from somebody, some guy who, and I knew as soon as I saw that the notification was coming from a man, I thought, this is not going to go well. Danger. Danger. <laughs> okay. And so I watched the video. And to be perfectly honest, I couldn't really follow the trajectory of his rant other than she's diagnosing him and she only talks about, you know, he's the problem and the woman isn't, didn't, hasn't done anything wrong. And I very foolishly, I, I have a rule and I always, you know, if somebody wants to disagree with me, I want to let them always disagree with me. The only time I will step in is if someone says something incorrect So like, if you want to have an opinion about me, about anything I say, I am okay with that. Unless you say something that is not true, like something factually incorrect, and then I will step in and I will correct it. Well, that's good because people love being corrected and they're, and they're usually pretty eager to say like, oh, you're right. Yes. I was wrong. (laughs) I found that. Yes. Especially men, especially Mm -hmm. white men. Mm -hmm. So when he used the word diagnose... I wrote a comment right away as soon as I got the notification, which is what I shouldn't have done because it showed like engagement. It showed yeah. I was paying attention. And I said, oh, you're funny. I said, but you know, I didn't diagnose anybody with anything. And he responded and said, you diagnosed him as codependent. I said, codependency is not a mental illness or a right, personality that's... disorder. Yeah. And then he responded with something about therapists. He's like, youth therapists. And I responded and I said, I am not a therapist. And then he responded and said, oh, right, you're a coach, you know, one of those like non-credentialed, <sighs> sir, I responded, I have credentials plus 10 years experience. Oh, so you're one of those people who thinks ex- years of experience matter over credentials. And he said, where'd you get it from your little online university? Now, uh, the organization so first of might... all, all universities are online. <laughs> yeah. In case you missed it. Yeah. Even before COVID, <laughs> there was still like online learning, so to speak. That's but true. But what irritated, irritates me about that is I actually had to do supervised training. Right. Before I could get my certification. So it wasn't like I downloaded a course. No, we're not talking about Trump University here. Right. No. But I noticed that every time I would correct him, he would just deflect and dismiss it. And I thought, okay, I'm done because this conversation is not going to go anywhere and I'm not, I'm not going to engage. I think it's interesting that he, he was mad at you when he thought you were a therapist and then he was mad at you when he found out you were a coach and then he was mad at you. (laughs) Exactly. When (laughs) like, there was no way to say There was no winning. There was no winning. And I sensed that and said, okay, I'm done. Right. And I did make the mistake of saying, "Oh, and why don't you let anybody stitch your videos?" And he said, "You know, you can't re- you can't stitch a stitch like you're you're so stupid." And then he created a stitch another standalone TikTok to allow me to stitch it. Oh, okay. the game is afoot. The- <laughs> 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> I didn't so know that I, was going to land so hard. So I got. <laughs> so in any case, I get the notification that he has posted a video, and right. I, I look at it, and it's just you know she you knows you can't stitch a stitch da da da. And I said, okay, just just ignore him. Don't engage anymore. And I, I actually had a couple clients, so I had to do client sessions, and then I had to go pick up the dogs. Mm-hmm. And uh, over the course of walking the dogs, I don't get one more notification of a new video, but two. Okay. So there's just like new video after new video. And he had like gone to my Instagram and screenshotted stuff and whatever. Okay. And that's when I thought, okay, like this just feels irrational and don't engage it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I get in total he made four TikToks, I believe. Okay. Yeah. That seems a lot. It's about a lot of this effort. one TikTok that you made? Yes. Okay. Or about my response or, or or lack of response because I wasn't like I wasn't debating him. I wasn't defending my point. And I would have been happy to defend a point if he didn't show out of the gate that no matter what I said, he was going to dismiss it. I was like, no, no, why would I bother? So Mm. that's when the comments start rolling in on my post. And I created a TikTok because I thought about it. And because I thought this is going to be a case of if I respond or don't respond, he's going to take it as a win either way. Yeah. So I might as well use it to talk about something else, which is what women deal with when they are dealing with angry men or when they disagree and whatever. Mm -hmm. Or men. Or just Just, men in general. (laughs) And I posted it. And within, you know, 30 minutes, I'm getting the troll comments. The troll comments are flowing in. Oh, he has fans? Does he? He has like 100,000 followers on TikTok. Or I should say he had. Had? Okay. In any case, we'll get to that in a second. Hmm. So that's when the troll comments start. And not my first rodeo. Not the first time that like men have come to attack me. Yeah. And I have been discussed and dissected by men on the internet before. Mm-hmm. And what they're seeking is engagement. From you? From me. To what end? I don't know. <laughs> okay. But I just I didn't either. do it. I okay. just, I was too busy to be honest and I yeah. just didn't do it. But every time I would log into TikTok, it was like, you know, a hundred notifications, a hundred notifications, a hundred mm-hmm. notifications. And I'm trying to weed through so I can see comments from other people about other posts so they can mm-hmm. get to that in case I have to answer any questions. And it just became such fucking nuisance. And then I get a DM and this, and I got to tell you, there's always that one guy who <laughs> is part of like the, that the lair that like that crew of trollish men and he's he's a traitor and he'll he dm'd me and he said i just want you to know you know now he put up a youtube video about coaches or blah 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 blah, blah. and i was i just didn't reply to him didn't look at the video other than just like to see what he was talking about like oh he had a youtube video whatever and uh never watched it uh, don't care to and I'm kind of intrigued if it's if it's still up. 
Well, I went to his, when somebody commented today in my post mm-hmm. and they said, um, he made his page, page private. So I looked at his page and the page was private and, uh, it said zero videos. Now I don't know if it, you know, when your page is private, it says zero videos or no, if I don't think so. I think it says so, zero videos when you take your videos down. I, yeah. I mean, I could be wrong, but right. And so I went to the YouTube page and he had done a live and then he had done another Facebook live. And what I'm realizing is, and then I looked at the link tree in his profile and it's like a link of all these books about relationships. And I'm like, Oh, uh. <laughs> he wants to be a guru. He wants that. Like he this wants is to an sp- interesting strategy. <laughs> it, I just thought, Oh, that's interesting. Like here's this guy, you know, very trying to mock my so-called, you know, my credential, whatever. And yet here's this guy trying to talk from a place of authority about relationships and dating. Right. That's fascinating. Fascinating. So somebody showed up in the comments and said, oh, you know, all these women started appearing saying, I've had the same run in with him. I've had to deal with him. He's done this to me too. Mm -hmm. And one woman said, God, when they say women are better than the FBI, believe them. (laughs) She said, oh, uh, I figured out where he worked. And I was like, huh. And then she DM'd me. And she DM'd me exactly how she figured it out. Oh, nice. Well, he he said he went here. And then I knew he lived here. And he (laughs) said he worked for this type of company. And so, boop, 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 boop. And there was only two options. And so Mm -hmm. I, you know, I was like, oh, my God. Scary. I love you, but scary. So we got all this information. I (laughs) I posted. His name is Matt Savage. Which is mm. ironic. Mm-hmm. Is it? Is that irony? Is that irony? Mm, no, but we'll we'll take it. We'll take it. Um, and he, I posted his LinkedIn on my Instagram. Uh, but uh, I ended up getting temporarily banned from TikTok for a week because more than likely he had his followers not had them, but they they reported a bunch of my videos. For what? Because they're just dicks. They're just angry dudes. Well, so what can you report a TikTok video for even? like Bullying, harassment, hate okay. speech. Okay. Hmm. So they prob- there was probably an excessive amount of reporting which triggered the... Oh, and they the- probably haven't looked into it yet. No, of course not. Yeah, uh, so they just so, suspended so you. Right. Okay. Right. So, yeah. Um, you know, we have his name. I have his LinkedIn page. Uh, apparently, someone's already contacted his company. You know... And the page went private. Apparently the videos are gone. Maybe. I'm not sure. I don't know how that works. Hmm. I just think it's funny. And, and guys were in the comments, you know, you shouldn't be trying to make somebody lose his job. And and I thought, here's the thing. Um, people over the age of 12 know that you cannot be on the internet or have a presence on the internet. Mm-hmm. And not use your name and think you're that's going to last long. Well, also, um, there's no danger of you losing your job unless you're saying extremely sexist, racist, inflammatory things. Or if you're acting in a way that is aggressive or threatening. Right. And that's what I said to these guys. I said, the, your defend, the fact that you're defending this is the problem. Like the fact mm-hmm. that you don't look <laughs> at what he did, like four, four TikToks, like, come on, dude. Like, it's just ridiculous. Well, you didn't, 
you didn't answer him right. I'm not engaging an angry dude. I'm just yeah, not you doing don't, it. You don't owe him an answer. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. We don't owe him an answer, especially if they're angry. But these guys were saying, well, if you had just, and you know, you shouldn't be trying to fuck with his livelihood. And I'm like, <sighs> you know what? If he had just not looked like an egg, maybe he wouldn't be so angry. <laughs> we could play this game all day. If he right. had just. If he had just. Right. I, I mean, but he did. So fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So that was. And the thing is, is that I, I had a moment of being afraid. And it was, I think it was after, I think it was with the YouTube video, I thought, okay, this guy's just, he's on a crusade now. Right. That felt threatening to me. Yeah, it seemed, um, yeah, it, it was another uh, step up of effort. Right. Yeah. And that tends to trigger my anxiety. Sure. Pretty badly. Yeah. Uh, which will drain me very quickly. And so... Yeah, I just spent the night um, just drained, drained and anxious and and not afraid, but he had triggered that the anxiety enough that I was that I was just not feeling myself. Well, yeah, it puts you on the defensive for sure. Right. And that in itself is exhausting. Right. So, yeah, in any case, I don't know what happened, but um it appears as though he shut his page, not shut his page down, but he made it private, which guys, listen, if you're going to go and like worship some dude who a doesn't even have the balls to like present himself under his real identity, which tells you right there, he knows he's either, he knows he's doing something wrong or he has something to hide. Mm -hmm. So keep that in mind. Okay. Uh, it, and he's going to make his page private and take his videos down. Like that's somebody who's not going to stand by what he's saying, but you are going to do like a live or whatever. Maybe he's just going to do lives. I don't fucking know. I don't know. I don't particularly care. Um, yeah. I mean, it's unfortunate that, a, a what'd you say? A hundred thousand followers mm. yeah. are listening to him speak, but in the grand scheme of things, that's not actually that wide of an audience. Maybe he'll get yeah. discouraged and it, go away. It's just that this is this is what we deal with. Yes. <laughs> this is yeah. what we deal with. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know, man. I, I just I just don't understand what his end game is. Like this this dude tr is trying to be like an influencer or like a dating guru or something like. Sir, who would listen to you? Well, <laughs> who would take your advice, sir? A lot. I mean, a lot. But there were dating coaches all over that app that, like, I would sooner burn my own tongue off than pay money for their advice. You know, these people who think, well, I've been on TikTok for three months and I have a big following. And mm -hmm. so, and I talk about, you know, bad dating app behavior. So now I'm going to charge people $150 an hour. Mm -hmm. Like, what? Well, okay. And, you know, that's that might work for you a couple times. <laughs> yeah. It's not going to work long term, but like anybody can anybody can say that they're a coach. And and here's the thing, if you want to be a coach, God bless. Do do you whatever. If if there are guys who are going to listen to you, have at it, whatever. I don't particularly care. And I don't care that someone disagrees with me. 
um, or, or even rants, but just, you know, if you're factually incorrect, I'm going to correct you. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so let's get into the, the issue, the letter itself that he okay. had a fucking conniption. Yeah. Over. What, what upset him? So what upset him? So let me read the letter. So my best friend and I have been upset inseparable for the past year. We have both tried dating slash sleeping with other people. Nothing makes it far. He says that I'm too important to risk losing. And if we try to date, it would risk losing one another because neither of us, it would, it, it would risk losing one another because neither of us tend to do well in relationships. I'm just so lost. If he told me I wasn't attractive to him, it wouldn't be a big deal, but that's never the reason. It's always, you have no idea how important you are. Is it possible to be in love with someone and refuse to act on it from fear? In this situation, no. No. This is not a case. I don't believe in the I'm afraid to ruin the friendship. Never have. No. It is a kind and gentle way to let somebody down. Mm -hmm. However, the fact that you have been quote unquote inseparable for the past year and the fact that he would say to her, oh, I don't want to risk losing you because neither of us do well in relationships. <laughs> and this screams codependent to me. Uh, he's definitely trying to discourage her from finding out for herself. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, I can remember with my college friend, the one that we were friends and then he got married and we stayed friends. And whenever I would talk about other guys, he would change the subject very quickly. Mm -hmm. And it didn't occur to me until, until like right before, like really right before we stopped talking. I was like, why is he doing that? Why is he doing that? Like he just did not want, he did, he did not want to encourage me in any way to date other people. And you didn't know Because he wanted (laughs) Well, it, that had just started. I was like, God, that's weird. I'm really just starting to pick up on that. Hmm. And he had just become so dependent on me. And I had mm-hmm. become so dependent on him. And it, we were mutually codependent. And that's what I'm seeing here. It's the, we're inseparable. Why are you inseparable? And I just don't get it. I don't get the whole male and female best friend thing. Don't get it. We'll never get it. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've we've talked about... <laughs> the friendship yeah. issue before but in but friendship is different from being inseparable right this is um yeah this is this this seems not healthy that's that's a dependency right so in my mind what's going on here is there's a codependency here and, and maybe and i think he needs when he says things to her like you know we're both so bad at relationships it's like he's trying to reinforce something in her mind Exactly. That might not be true. Right. Right. He's right. <laughs> you know, He's definitely trying to discourage her. But it's in his best interest to reinforce that in her mind mm-hmm. to keep her with him. Mm-hmm. Even if it's mm-hmm. on a platonic level. And not, Caleb and I weren't sleeping together either. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just about that. De- it's about the dependency. It's not about the sex or it's not anything about have anything to do with that. It's about needing somebody to enable your unhealthy behavior and that's what okay. she was to him all right i'm i'm seeing what you're saying 
Okay. Okay. So what's, I mean, I don't know. Where's, where's the outrage fuel? Where is I it? Because he never read the letter. Okay. And I said, there's a whole letter. And I only have 60 seconds. You didn't read the letter. Didn't, again, he just didn't, you know, he just yeah. didn't. He was just he there to acknowledge fight. It. He was just there to fight. It was like, let me show off to my friends. Because even in the comments, <laughs> the guys were like, she's not going to know, you know, get her a body bag. Like fucking karate kid. <laughs> like, that oh, kind I don't of like, I don't understand that reference. What is that? It's a, it's a reference. If you're my age, you understand that it. it's when all the guys, they're cheering one of the other guys and they were in the karate championship, whatever. And Daniel, the hero, he's like on his way out. He's been, he's had the, his legs swiped. He can barely stand. Okay. And so one of the bullies, get him a body bag. Oh. So it was comments okay. like that from his, <laughs> his followers. Like, oh, she's not going to know. Oh, you're going to destroy her. I was like, I don't Man, know. doesn't that tell you everything you need to know about him and his followers too? Though? Right. Right. <laughs> and then if you look at all his, like his content, Anything that where the cover was his face, very, very low engagement. But if the cover was of a woman, that's when he got the high engagement and the high views. So that tells you what you need to know. Hmm. You know, they saw the opportunity. Oh, he's going to tear apart a woman. Cool. Yeah. And anybody. Well, oh, I just meant like, uh, I was going to go, I was going to go uh, lean into ageism as <laughs> as Gen Z would want me to and point out that like, if he's this age, giving advice this bad the only men who are going to be listening to him are going to be ones who have time because they are also single and alone <clears throat> don't right. have families that was the other thing they can't well you know are you married well, like what is who bitch are you bitch are what are you, you doing here in my comments is he you want to go out like <laughs> is he married but you'll you'll take what he says as, as gospel like right what so the inconsistency just blew my mind and yeah, he just had a problem because I was, I was saying that the guy's toxic, which, and which I stand by the, the male friend here in the scenario is toxic and he's trying to keep the female friend around to stroke his ego. Mm -hmm. um, and to use sort of a landing bag every single time, you know, every single time one of his relationships doesn't work out, which right. is fucking always. So why would you so be any far. different? So <laughs> All right, let's move on to another. Yeah, give me another, another letter. letter. Give you another letter. All right. Hey. 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 So, hey. So, I have a complicated one. I've been madly in love with this fellow since the age of 11, and back then he also liked me. We became friends. Fast forward to our late teens, and we would share the odd drunken kiss. Also, we ended up having a one-night stand. Fast forward to our early 20s, we find ourselves in a weird situationship. We found ourselves in a weird situationship where we basically partied and slept together. He had practically moved in with me for a few weeks. He liked one of my friends and she liked him, so I did the right thing and I stepped back and set them up. I wanted to see him happy. Ten years later, we have found ourselves in the same situation. I had lost all feeling toward him, always a, a soft spot, of course. He came over to mine a month ago to catch up and he instigated a hookup, asking me why we never got together and telling me that he's always liked me. After staying three nights, I left him home and he asked what this was between us. I answered it was only a bit of fun. 
because I genuinely thought that's what it was. Second weekend, the same thing happens. He spends two nights with me. I'm not catching feelings. It's just fun. Third weekend, Valentine's. He produces a rose for me and we are then each other's Valentine's. He tells me that he's exactly where he's meant to be when lying in bed beside me and that he had an inkling something would happen between us. He's showering me with compliments and telling me that he smiles knowing that I smile because of him. Yeesh. Mm. We text 24-7. He calls me to check up on me and see how I am. He has mentioned that we go to Amsterdam together, etc. So, like making plans for the future, but is it as friends or what? I asked him last weekend what this was between us, to which he replied, he doesn't know yet. He reversed the question on me, and I gave him the same response. So now I've caught feelings. This weekend was different. He blurted out last night as we were cuddling on the sofa watching a movie, not even on the topic that he's afraid of commitment. And when I asked him what does that mean, he went on to explain that he feels he's not at his peak yet, how he wants to get back into shape, stop smoking and drinking, and have savings to build a house before committing to a relationship. And how he feels that he could be in, how he feels that he, that could be in about three to four years' time. In other words, he wants to be his best self to give someone. So now I'm left wondering what the hell last weekend was all about. Where do I stand? I know I'm setting myself up for heartbreak again, but I also feel he wants more, but then he pulled back. We're really good friends though. Are you? No. We get on well on all levels. We share the same weird sense of humor. He says he can totally relax around me and we are extremely comfortable around each other. Help me. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, this guy's a dick, right? This, this guy guy's a dick. A tool. Yeah. He's a tool. Yeah. And it's not I, great. He's not <laughs> not great, Bob. Um, even in your early twenties, you know that screwing somebody and then going on to date their friend in a way where she actually has to be involved with that. Um, that's really unkind and it's just a, it's just a, it, we know even at that age, it's a shitty thing to do. Oh yeah. Yes. And yeah, then we, there's, we know that. <laughs> right. And then there's the, well, we know that this guy clearly doesn't. And then there's the, you know, oh, let's catch up and they hook up. He initiates a hookup and he spends a few nights there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So immediately my warning bells are going off. Right, like he doesn't have a home. He he's a fucking couch hobo. <laughs> that's what he is. He's a couch hobo. He that's that's what I think's going on here. He might not have a home. <laughs> he might not have a home, girl. Yeah. Like that's what I think's going on here. I mean, I'm I'm laughing a little bit because that's like, I, I mean, <laughs> that's probably not the case, but it might very well be the case that like his living situation is really volatile. Maybe he has a roommate he's not getting along with or something. You know? Yeah. I, this just feels like he's using her for something. I mean, Other I kind of, so the way I'm reading this, he straight up told her what he was using her for. It sounds to me like he pretty much said, I would like you to provide the girlfriend experience for me for three to four years until I'm ready for someone better. Ooh, that's, that's dark. Isn't that what he said? To what her. I, what I heard him say was, 
I'm not going to be ready for commitment for men, for quite a few years. Mm-hmm. See, and this is, let's address the, the situation without explicitly addressing it, which leaves some wiggle room. Exactly. Yes. You know, because, hey, I might change my mind. I might. Well, but and I, I said, want somebody but he, around. The fact that he says that, like, what's holding him back from being ready is he's not at his best yet. So yeah, and that's the, nonsense. Right. And like you would only be worried about not being at your best if you felt like you didn't already have the best option. Right. Right. So that's I mean, this is I think this is what he's telling her. Yes. And I also didn't like the fact that. Uh, let's see. Uh, well, while you're looking for your thing, I have something else I don't like. Oh, go for it. <laughs> um, we can totally relax around each other. We are extremely comfortable. I don't know that that's good. Because you don't, you want to be somewhere between butterflies and like anxiety and stomach ache and fear. And like you want to be somewhere <laughs> in the middle of that and we're totally comfortable around each other. Especially at the beginning of a relationship. You know what I mean? It's not like you've been married for 50 years. Yeah, I don't know what she's saying with that. Um, there's no anticipation. It just seems very like, well, it seems like oh, I think I see where you're going easy, here. Right? They're both like, yeah. you're here. You'll do. Yes. He's it's said too- the quiet part out loud. Mm-hmm. You're here. You'll do. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work on myself for four years and I'm going to... I'm going to always have one eye looking to the side for something better. Yeah. Um, when What bothers me is when he, she asked him what he's looking for or what I'm going to, hold up, I'm getting into it. Uh, I asked him, what does he mean? Uh, let's see. Hold on. Hold on. I asked him last weekend, Valentine's, what this was between us, to which he replied, he doesn't know yet. He reversed the question on me, <laughs> and I gave him the same response. And I'm like, yes, good answer. Good. <laughs> don't give this guy a thing, because that's why he's like, I don't know. What do you think? Right. I don't know. What do you think? Because wh- why does anybody do that? Like, I'm, I don't know. What do you think? It's kind of like, I want to rip this person to shreds, but I want to make sure I'm not going to offend this person. So I'm like, so what do you think? I want to get them to say it first. Yeah, it, right. Exactly. You know, so that it's a, it's a test question to see, okay, what, okay, how do I match it? How do I, this guy's a con artist Mm -hmm. is what he is. He's a con artist. Yeah. I mean, he's, I mean, I don't know, like he's probably not going to ruin your life, (laughs) but I think he is going to waste your time, right? Like he's, he's going to take three to four years from you while he, I I don't know what kind of like comeback tour he's planning here. Like what? (laughs) What does he think is going to be different for him in three to four years? Unclear, but like somehow he thinks like he's building towards something better. Right. Yes. And then he'll be ready to commit. Yeah. um, This guy hasn't been a good friend to you since college. And I don't think it's a coincidence that he just kind of shows up out of thin air and, oh, we reconnect. I, I don't, how did she even say that they get back in touch? Fast forward to our early 20s, da 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 10 okay. years later, we have found ourselves in the situation again. I had lost all feeling toward him, always a soft spot. He came over to mine a month ago to catch up and he instigated a hookup. Like, it's just, there's just something, 
nothing everything about this guy is strategic mm -hmm. that's yeah. that's the read he's too strategic none of this fails organic it's strategic and yeah i do think that the guy's just like looking for a place to crash a few nights a week yeah or the girlfriend experience i mean you know he's he he would happily go on vacation with you and accept regular sex yes but he has said <laughs> that he's not looking for a relationship. So even if he spends three nights a week at your place, goes on a vacation for you, cooks for you, what like he's telling you he still doesn't consider himself in a relationship. Right. So, I mean, he he said it. Yeah, he said <laughs> he it. He said the quiet part out loud. Yeah, this guy... And you didn't catch feelings. The feelings were always there. They were just sort of reawakened. Um, yeah, this guy's this guy's got an agenda. I don't think he's sincere. He's not a good friend. I mean, if I, mean, I, I don't know, you're already attached, and I think if you stay hanging out with this guy, it's just you're just going to get more invested to the point where you can't mm -hmm. leave him, and you're going to end up wasting time it's gonna be a huge waste of time at least three to four years yeah well he's kind of <laughs> off thinking about himself he's not yeah. thinking about you he's thinking about himself right so yeah ditch him fuck that guy five out of five fuck that guys yep all right next letter i recently had a first date with this guy and it went really well chemistry was there good conversation attraction etc he had told me he had weekend plans to help his buddy move to his new place, which is why he planned for the Thursday before our, the Thursday before for our date, which I was okay with. Friday comes, he was pretty silent, one text that day and disappeared after my reply. I thought nothing of it because he had com communicated with me that he was going to be busy. Saturday comes, he sends a few texts but ends up disappearing the rest of the day also and never responded to my last text involving a question. Sunday, Valentine's Day came. I heard absolutely nothing from him all day. Keep in mind, my text has gone unanswered, and I assume I am being ghosted. Monday comes, and he texts, hey, what's up, as if he just disregarded the fact that he ignored me and went <laughs> MIA for a whole day. Mm -hmm. At this point, my intuition tells me he is already seeing someone and exploring other options, i.e. me, and I'm ready to just not answer him anymore. What do you think? Hmm. All right, you take this one first. Well, he definitely uh, meant to skip Valentine's Day. Yeah, that was intentional. So that's not... Hmm, I mean, <laughs> I don't put a lot of stock in Valentine's Day as a mm -hmm. general rule, but the fact that he chose to skip it, I think, means that either he has some weird hang-up about it and has imbued it with meaning... Mm -hmm. Or is worried that you will and doesn't want to right mislead exactly you. like it was it's just an awkward I I um, yeah okay we'll get into this in a, after the show I'll tell you. <laughs> okay um I think he felt like do I what do I say something will that seem weird is that gonna am I gonna come off creepy right it's only been one date there's a lot going on there there's a lot of there's a lot, a lot of, of other stuff we're dealing with a lot of stuff thing. here coach yeah. there, there's. That's what I th I think the, the not texting on Valentine's Day was very intentional. Yes. Um, I don't think it necessarily means he doesn't like you. Right. I agree. I, it just I, means like he's not ready for the full Valentine's Day parade. Experience. You know? Right. Exactly. Um, and she said, you know, could he be dating someone else? Of course. Yeah. Of course. Sure. And Absolutely. so could you. And so could you. Get on exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> 
yeah, he could be. And I, you know, what I said in my response was, we need to get to a point after a great first date where we, instead of the go-to assumption being, you know, some something negative, oh, he must have a girlfriend, oh, he must not be interested, or they must not be interested. I think we need to get to a point where we can say, oh, they're probably just busy. If that's not it and they're not interested, that's okay. They're allowed to not be interested. It's not a statement of my value. Right. Someone is out there waiting to meet me. I've been here before and I've survived. I'm okay. You know, we need to, I think, instead of assuming the worst, because here's what happens. Because you assume the worst and you start to stew and you start to get kind of angry. And then they text mm. on Monday and you're like, motherfucker. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And now you're like, uh, you know what? I'm just, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna respond. I'm not gonna respond for a while. I'm gonna make yeah. them wait. And then the game start and the and the hoop jumping. And it's because you're angry. Yeah, that you're this already mad. Made, you're already <laughs> mad. You're yeah. angry that this person has sort of preemptively hurt your feelings, right? And made you sad. But that's not what actually happened. You made you sad. You know what I mean? You're the one who got super invested in this one person that, you know, he communicated that he was going to be busy on Saturday. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for all you know, he was doing, helping his friend move on Saturday and he was so busy that Sunday was like, oh, I want to do errands and I want to sleep. Yeah. And I, like he just didn't want to deal Sunday with anything. he had to take his grandma for a vaccine appointment. Right. Like who, yeah. who knows? It was yeah. one day. Right. Right. But you're already worked up. Right. Like, this is not on him. This is on you putting so much stock. And I get why, because it's like, oh my God, I had a good first date and he didn't stand me up and he didn't ghost me and mm -hmm. I didn't show up and, and have him blow me off. Like, <laughs> first dates are a goddamn minefield at this point. Yeah. So to get through the preliminary stages and be able to walk through and not have your arms and legs blown off, you are like, oh, okay, this this could this might work. Yeah. And so it's understandable that you'd get invested. But we have to be responsible for managing our expectations and our investment. And yeah. that distance, and see, the thing is, you don't want somebody who's going to be up your ass. No, I don't think so. <laughs> because you need that distance. Mm -hmm. That's how you can assess situations with clarity and exactly. say, okay, is yep. this, how, what, what am I feeling here? What is, is this really, is this anxiety? Is this intuition? Like what's up? You right. need that space, that time to assess a situation effectively. Right. The reason why somebody usually moves in so quickly is so that you will be unable to perform that kind of assessment. Yeah, I was going to say, you you don't want the alternative, which is love bombing. Mm -hmm. right? Or like we talked about with the last letter, like, oh, we're totally comfortable with each other. I don't think you want yeah. that. <laughs> you don't. You don't. So, uh, you know, I don't know how this worked out, but I think the best thing we can do after a first date especially if we feel ourselves getting excited is to pull back and say, okay, this was a, this was good, but if it doesn't work out, I'm going to be okay. Mm -hmm. I've been through this before, but you really have to coach yourself through it and say, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, you know, start getting like having these sort of ob ob obsessive thoughts 
I'm not going to fall into that place of limerence where we sort of have these intense, intrusive thoughts about someone that we really like. Mm-hmm. We're going to avoid the limerence and we're going to say, I'm going to, I'm going to stay focused on other things. I'm not going to get too invested. I don't know where this is going, but it's okay to feel a little hopeful. And you can say that to yourself like, okay, all right, you know, good for you, girl. This so far, so far he's not an asshole. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> you know, things are looking good. It's okay to feel a little hopeful, but let's not go crazy because it has only been one date. Mm-hmm. You literally have to talk yourself through it. <laughs> yeah. You know, so if we can do that, but in the end, always remind ourselves whether they contact me or not, whether I go out with them or not, whether they want me or not, I'm okay. I'm good. Yes. I'm better than okay. Yes. That's that's where you want to land when you have these little self-coaching conversations. I'm okay. You know, because to be motivated by a fear, a fear of being alone, a fear of being single, whatever, mm-hmm. that's when we make some bad choices. Yep. We see that sometimes in letters. Yes, we do, Sarah. <laughs> we certainly do. Uh, okay. Any uh, any final thoughts? Well, we do have a final thought, don't we? Do we? We do. So going forward, you know, I've been rumbling, thinking about this for a while, but the experience yesterday really made me land very squarely on I, we love this podcast. I love doing it with you. But our, both our schedules are so crazy busy. Mm-hmm. But we're still committed to recording every week. True. Is the, um, we're going to be in March. We're going to the we're going to be the first episode of each month will be free, and then we're just going to and it'll be uploaded to all the public all the platforms, the iTunes, the Spotify, and then. We're only going to upload episodes to Patreon and we're going to ask people to pay $5 a month Mm -hmm. and it will include the three weekly episodes plus a membership to the Substack, where you get the advice columns. It's pretty good. You know, the bonus advice column. It is pretty good. And if you just are interested, it is a lot of content for $5 a month. Yeah. And yeah, I just, uh. I really want to focus on the content creation. I feel, I feel like that's my strength. I feel like that's your strength. And uh, at least in regards to media, the, the, this stuff, this content. And I'm kind of trying to get away from the events and the speed dating. Yeah. And focus on the content creation. Content creation, coaching, and dogs. That's my life. I like it. So that's where we're headed. Uh, starting in March. And if, you know, it doesn't really take off, you know, we'll, you know, this will be, if we feel like, uh, maybe we need a, maybe we need to make some adjustment adjustments. We might, but understand that this takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of time. We're very passionate about this. And, you know, I do what I can to answer, you know, 12, 10, 12 letters a week and mm-hmm. on TikTok. And there's just only so much we can do for free. Yeah. You know, especially as well. Women, also, you get a lot of letters. I mean, there's only so much we can even do. Right. There's only so <laughs> much we not. can even do. Like we have and a pretty significant backlog. 
Yeah, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to adjust as many as I can. Yeah. So starting in March, not this week. So next week will be next week will be a, a free episode as well. Yeah. And we will commit and I we understand that one of the issues might be is that, you know, we're inconsistent with posting. So we're not going to be inconsistent with posting anymore. We're going to be recording and we're going to be posting episodes on Thursday nights around 8 p.m. So I'm com- we're committing to that. Should there you know, be any issue, we will communicate it. But um, yeah, thank you. You've been on this journey with us and we get so much great feedback and we want to do as much as we can uh, and make ourselves and make this accessible and affordable. And thank you. Hopefully, uh, hopefully you'll join us for the ride. Sarah, yeah. any uh, any final thoughts? No, I like. Hopefully, you'll join us for the ride. That was really good. Liked it. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> you can uh, follow Merch. me. You can follow me on Datology Coach at, on TikTok. I don't care about Instagram or anything else. <laughs> you can follow us on Datology Pod on Instagram, but like, eh. <laughs> man, it's really sad what happened to Instagram. Yeah, Instagram really is, and it's 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 in free fall, I think, at this point. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, I'm seeing more and more TikTok saying, does anybody just, like, completely not go to TikTok anymore or Instagram anymore? I don't even bother with it. Yeah. And I think people use Instagram as a, as a backup for TikTok because right. TikTok really does need to get a handle on its um, – the banning and the – and the algorithm and things not getting pushed out and people being shadow banned. And mm-hmm. they really do need to get a handle on that. Cause that's going to be the thing I think that, that ruins TikTok if they don't get a handle on it. Yeah. So, okay guys, datologycoach.com, submit a question uh, through the site, book a, book a session. We also, I now offer email, dedicated email support. So if you have a question and you want one-on-one support, Send it in, and you can do it by email. We can respond via email. This helps with people with time differences. And it includes two weeks of email support plus my response. And that way you guarantee an answer to your question. Okay, guys, thank you so much, and have a good night. Bye. Bye.